Hello and welcome to My Life on the Line, a podcast by RefCoach. I'm Jack and once again I'm joined by Benji and Ale. On this podcast, we show the humans behind the whistle through the eyes of referees past and present, as well as the broader footballing world. So on that note, we've got a very, very exciting episode of My Life on the Line for you today. We're going to chat to the people who make RefCoach what it is. We're going to chat to three members of our RefCoach community coming from all different parts of the world. And we're going to have a chat to them about their experiences with RefCoach, how it's helped them with their refereeing and how they've been able to contribute to making the ref coach community what it is. It's very exciting to to bring these guys on and, and hear their experiences and chat about football and chat about refereeing to the people, to the humans that make football tick across all levels of the game around the world. I recommend a on-field review. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Good morning, Jack. Ale. How are you guys? It's a lovely day here in Melbourne, enjoying a nice summer. It's been a long year, but we're getting better and enjoying a nice summer here. Yes, as I was saying, when we were constantly locked up, that we will be back stronger. Now now we're back in the real world. We are definitely coming back stronger, uh, both in our, our personal <laughs> lives and in our ref coach lives. Definitely, definitely stronger. It feels like that at least now that we're able to go to the pub. I've seen you guys the other day for the first time in real life after what, six months, four months? Yeah, long time. It was exciting to be able to record a podcast together. Uh, it was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. And I'd be interested to see if people can notice a difference, but I definitely thought it was more enjoyable being with, with you two as we recorded with a guest. Football's coming back as well. We've got playing a bit in the park. I got back into a match for the first time in a while and Jack, you're getting stuck into your preseason. So it's good to see us finally moving sort of from the computer world back onto the, the real football pitch. Yeah, it is good. But obviously, our, you know, our thoughts go out to our members um, in Europe. Uh, obviously, I'm very close to the situation in the UK and, and Ali in, in Italy, and it's uh, a difficult time for them. Um, so we wish them all the best and they'll be back stronger. And hopefully the start of next year, things can start to get back to normal and, and you know, we can get back to what we're doing, which is, you know, refereeing and running around on a football pitch. Yeah. But in the meanwhile... We have to say that uh, a child of lockdown was our RefCoach community, which uh, started a while back when we were all home without any real football or real football was just finishing. And, you know, against any sort of prediction that we might ever have ahead, the community is going really well. And it's been, it's been an amazing journey. I think we are all very grateful for it, of how, how much we've grown so much in the past few months, closing into 2,500 members in, uh, in six, seven months, whatever it's been. I have to say it's been a really good achievement, especially because most of, most of the members are all, uh, you know, word of mouth, people coming in saying, oh, my mate told me that uh, there's a great group where you get lots of uh, great clips and coaching. So that's, uh, that's been one of the most satisfying things, I think, of the group. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it's all about the way people interact with each other. Like everybody is there to learn and uh, to be coached and to learn off others. And, you know, if you put a comment out there and, and you get it wrong, then that's okay. You, you know, you're receiving coaching, you'll learn from it and, and hopefully you can become a better referee because of that. And I love that the group 
has that attitude. I think it's great. So on that note, we've got a very, very exciting episode of My Life on the Line for you today. We're going to chat to the people who make Ref Coach what it is. We're going to chat to three members of our Ref Coach community uh, coming from all different parts of the world. And we're going to have a chat to them about their experiences with Ref Coach, how it's helped them with their refereeing and how they've been able to contribute to making the ref coach community what it is. It's very exciting to, to bring these guys on and, and hear their experiences and chat about football and chat about refereeing to the people, to the humans that make football tick across all levels of the game around the world. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had some incredible guests on my life on the line, uh, people, you know, from all over the football world, but I think I'm really proud and happy to have our members on, on a podcast for the first time. And hopefully this is something we can do again in the future because ultimately it's, it's the members and, and the people in the Ref Coach community that, that make it what it is. So we're very grateful for them and hopefully today gives a flavour of what the Ref Coach community is made up of. So it's great to welcome uh, Ref Coach member from Melbourne, Australia, Mark. Mark, how are you going, mate? Very good, very good. Nice sunny Melbourne. That's a nice... It's nice to be back. A bit of freedom back. We've uh, been saying on the podcast how we're all locked down. The good news is we are on our way back. We'll be back straight. It's finally over. <laughs> how exciting. Jack and I, for the first time in, what, three months, are recording in the same room. Yes, we're together. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened in a long time. And it's all legal for all of you listening. It's legal. You're allowed one visitor. <laughs> so, uh, the- Only one visitor for the whole day. Yeah, that's me. I feel very, very privileged to be here. So, Mark, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, your refereeing experiences. Um, so, I am based in Melbourne, um, along with you guys. And I this year would have been my 10th season. Um, obviously, that and we got partway through that. Um, most of my work is as an assistant referee on the, the Victorian NPL, um, but I, I do um, referee and you know State League One and you know, Women's Premier League and, and, and those, those kinds of divisions. Um, I probably don't have a, a necessarily a, a clear preference of, of discipline. Um, I enjoy both. I, truthfully missing it a lot and um you know it's probably probably had to see it as the world's longest preseason, to be honest but um you know made sure that i've um kept fit over the last six months and you know you got to be ready to go and i mean that's even if you can't be out on the pitch i've you know i've tried to to keep you know, like with engaging with the, the group, you know, keep your, your understanding of the, the laws up to date and not, not let it fall into disrepair and, and also, you know, keeping fit. It's a, it's a matter of, you know, not, not just your physical condition, but also, you know, staying connected to it mentally. Um, not, not, I, 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 I wanted to make sure that, um, that I, you know, I, I, I keep that, that hunger to, to perform when it is time to, to get back on the pitch. No, that's great. And, and you're definitely, we can uh, confirm to ref coach listeners that the Mark is looking very fit and in shape and uh, ready to go whenever the season he needs a barber. Off. Yeah. He needs a barber. Needs a- yeah, that's right. This is not a pitch. <laughs> <They've re-opened, yeah. laughs> so we can, we can get them. We need a, I think the mustache will yeah, stay there. Fan. Maybe go for the uh, the handlebars and go for a legend of Australian <laughs> yeah, yeah, refereeing, yeah. Paramure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Need a nice referee-approved haircut. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Mark, so obviously on the group, there's plenty of people that you don't know. There's plenty of people that you do know. And, and as referees, we're always making decisions and in essence of that, giving our opinion. Usually it's on a pitch with, you know, 22 players and spectators and coaches, et cetera. But, but on the Facebook group, it's a very public forum. How does that make you feel about commenting? Do you, ever, you know, how do you feel about putting an opinion out there, which, which potentially may be wrong or you know, may be right? How does that affect your mindset when you're looking at the ref coach group? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I'll be frank, you know, every time I hit post, it's, there is a a moment of anxiety um, because look, it's the same as being on the pitch, but um, you know, you, because you only get, you only get one opinion. You only get to, to, to express it once and your interpretation in that moment is, 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 is what you're, you're, you're judged on, I suppose. I would love to say that, you know, like it's, I, I personally don't <clears throat> feel a sense of hesitation about, you know, what, how does that reflect on me if, I, if I've, you know, if I've interpreted something wrong. There, look, there are some that are pretty black and white and objective and, um, and you run through your process. And, um, and, and, and I would say that some of the posts um, or some of the content is more prone to a black and white, you know, objective response that you, you really probably don't want to be getting wrong. If you, you know, you've consulted, particularly because you've got a chance to consult your law book before responding, but then there are also, there's also content and, and, and you guys signposted it pretty well about, you know, creating a discussion and, 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 and the, and there's some that I feel less worried about, potentially having the wrong answer because there's an element of subjectivity in there. And, you know, look, I've been enough in enough change rooms when, with an assessor or instructor that comes in and, and asks you, what was your view? And, and I think what's important is, um, is that, you know, in, in, in our own development that we're going through the steps, we're going through the, the considerations to arrive at a logical conclusion that's based on sound understanding of the law and um so look i i'm i'm always you know as we said i'm always open to 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 having my understandings you know refined and i think i think you know just as a matter of my personal approach if if there's something that i'm not totally certain about, then I, I will soften my language I'll, I'll, and I'll invite personally on my post, you know, what do you think? Or is this, is this you know, the, the common interpretation? I think, think, you know, you have to be humble about, um, you know, not, not necessarily knowing all the answers and, being, and, in, and inviting that, that feedback because, um, you know, there's, there's always room to, um, to, to grow by, by taking that kind of an approach. But I, but yeah, look, in terms of, I think, I think it's a great group because whether it's, you know, because of the work you guys do to, to moderate it or just, you know, you've happened to, to, to have the group filled with, with the right attitudes. Um, 
I think in most cases, um, there's been really good discussions and, and other people have, have had the right attitude to it as well, which is really, which has been really helpful. That's a great attitude yeah. to approach the group. You know, it's what really we've noticed also over time, a lot more members have taken on board these, this mindset of, look, I'm just going to say what I think. And if I get challenged, it's not for someone trying to tell me I'm wrong or to have a fight, but it's having a, a healthy conversation about football, refereeing and the understanding of the laws by, by each party, obviously. So that's been really good. You know, I've seen a few times trails and trails of, uh, of nested comments and, <laughs> and just really good discussions, which personally, you know, I think it's also good for other members to be able to tap into those discussions because yeah. if there is that sort of feel of anxiety and pressure about commenting and expressing an opinion, it's good to just tap into someone else's opinion and potentially either support it or maybe just read it and take it in. Yeah, absolutely. And go away with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that sometimes. I will just read comments and go, it's a really interesting take or really interesting opinion. Like, And it might have been something I hadn't considered at all and all of a sudden this challenges you and you go, oh, wow, I hadn't thought of that. And, and it opens your eyes or you learn something new or you take on a new perspective. I, I think that's fantastic. People are able to do that. Too. Yeah, absolutely. But I like it. It's a, you know, it's a constant proposition to, to make sure that the dynamic and the, and people are engaging in the right way. And I think over time people just come to know what to expect from seeing how other people engage, but for particularly for this kind of, um, content and, and, and discussions, it really needs to be seen and it is as a, as a supportive environment or a safe environment to, to share your views uh, and, and without fear of, of getting, you know, like criticized, you know, unduly criticized or, or otherwise abused. I mean, we always get smashed every week. We go out and referee by everyone, by <laughs> players, coaches, media, anyone that is not a referee. If we're going to smash ourselves, then it's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to support each other because at the end of the day, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. So, Mark, obviously, you've been a ref coach member on the Facebook group pretty much since since day one, and I think, give or take. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Yeah, I joined up because you know we're we're all based in Melbourne, so I'm I'm fortunate to to have a, an existing relationship with with you guys who who set it up, and I oh, thought it was you. A, <clears throat> Very kind a of good you. relationship. But <laughs> And I knew <laughs> Jack and Benji have been a big help to me. It's all right. I'm just going to walk out of here. You can do it. You yeah. can do it. All right. See, Ali. Um, um, I thought it was a really good idea. You know, it's, um, it's good. And obviously in the context of um, what's been going on this year, it's, it's been a really good um, idea and it's been well executed. Um, bringing, not, not just being able to, you know, share insights and, and calibrate our understanding of the laws and, and interpretations, but, but also maintain a sense of community around um, both, you know, Victorian, you know, referees who already know each other, but also um, 
being able to connect with other referees uh, in other places in the world. And probably that's, that's been one of the most enjoyable parts of it. Um, you, 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 you hear um, how referees in other countries and states, um, you know, what they've been told by their authorities and, and how they, you know, how they process um, incidents. And it's, it's, it's always interesting to see what the similarities and also the divergences are. And, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's good to, to hear what different languages because <clears throat> um, it, it, it helps you refine your own thought processes and, and, and also, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's great for building a sense of, you know, global community, local and global. Um, so um, I've uh, engaged with a few posts over the last few months and um, I've found them really good um, learning experiences because, you know, you, you got the, you, like when you're on the pitch, you, you, you give your opinion, you, you only get one crack at it really. Um, <laughs> Because Ali will see if you edit it and he'll tell you. <laughs> He's always watching. Yeah, I'm always watching. I'm worse than the big brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say, Mark, whenever I see, I get a notification and I see Mark has commented on a post, it always makes me happy because, you know, I get really tough with the uh, community guidelines and I go and harass everyone. But I know that that's not going to be a comment that I'm going to yeah. have to say, hey, go and check the community guidelines. No, like, I think it's true, like that your answers are always so well thought out, Mark, you know, they really take the laws of the game and what they say, which is great, but you kind of always talk about how you'd use them. You know, the law says this, so we can do this. You know, it's not always black and white. This is what it has to be. And and I really like the way that you always interact with people, but in a positive manner. So, you know, somebody might push you and say, I disagree because of this or because of that. And, and maybe you'll agree or disagree, but, the way you engage is always really positive. And, you know, I think that's something great about the group is that generally people are engaging like that, but yourself is, is clearly really keen to take on advice and feedback and just a different opinion. And you're not kind of taken aback by that. You embrace it, which I think is, is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really lucky to, to have um, some, not just you guys, but also some other members who, who are really experienced and knowledgeable and, and I think whether you're you're in a group like yours, or you know you're in the change rooms after a match, um, you got to you have to be receptive to to different views. And uh, you know, and you know, I've, you know, you watch every referee and you you learn from them, but none of them will tell you that they never make a mistake or they've they've got nothing to to develop or, or improve on. So I, I think that <clears throat> you know whether it's in real life or online that you, you have to have an attitude of, of being open to that, that discussion and that collaboration, I suppose. Um, Cause I think it, it works to everyone's benefit in the end. All righty. That was some, that was some great insight, Mark. And it was genuinely really interesting to hear your opinions and, and thoughts firsthand. Uh, a it's feedback, but also, you know, I think your attitude and, and mindset that you take to the group is brilliant and, will only stand you in good stead with, with improving your own personal refereeing. So really appreciate the chat. It was great to have you on and we look forward to seeing you posting on the group as you always do. Thank you very much. Catch you, lads. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. It was great to have Mark chat to us. And as Ale mentioned before, he was an early adopter of the uh, ref coach community and is someone that 
is consistently on there. We really appreciate him, you know, commenting and, and learning and also offering coaching and opinions uh, when appropriate. I thought it was really interesting how Mark touched on vulnerability uh, when in the group. And, you know, when you're posting, you're putting an opinion out there for everybody to be seen. And sometimes it's right, but sometimes it's wrong. And you have to be okay with that. You know, it's a big jump for some people. Our next guest is a very enthusiastic ref coach community member who is a frequent commenter on our Facebook group. And it's been great to meet him virtually in our ref coach online workshops. We welcomed Grisha, who is currently living in the UK. Hello, guys. Hello. Thank you for, for jumping on, Grisha. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I always, you know, happy to see you guys. <laughs> oh, very good. We're happy to see you too, mate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, Grisha, tell us a little about yourself, mate. Where are you from? Where do you referee? What do you referee? Okay, so I'm from Latvia. Uh, I've lived in Turkey for 10 years. So, I started refereeing uh, last year in December in Turkey. So, I have had three, three matches there. Two matches as uh, assistant referee and one match as a referee. So it was under 15 and under 11. Uh, then, you know, we had a coronavirus. So I had no chance to have, like, to be a referee. So every day I was looking for referee ass assistant program. I was uh, reading the IFAB book and I was watching your clips. Like almost every day, like as you know, I was really active in in summer in in your group. And then I moved in, in the end of the August to to the UK, and now I'm referee here in Saturday and Sunday league. So it's Middlesex Saturday league and Chiswick and District Sunday football league. That's cool, mate. Very good. How are you finding that? So it's really nice here. So. I can have a lot of matches. Uh, it's really good to practice as, for example, in Turkey, when I was a referee, it was really hard there. As I, I was a referee for like, I was a central referee for kids who are like under 11. So it's hard to improve there. There are no pressure and nothing. So here it's much better as I can, you know, be a referee in adults league. And yeah, I can earn some money, travel, meet new people. So yeah. I like it. Chrissy, you touched on how you've only just recently started refereeing. And obviously you've come to a couple of the Ref Coach online workshops. How have you found those? I really like them. You know, nowadays it's really hard to find information for referees, especially for referees who just started refereeing. So like, yeah, to have some, you know, mentors and to have a, like help, support from people, you have to be like, you have to be experienced referee. And then they start, you know, to help you. They start to, like, to teach you how to be a referee. And now it's nowadays really hard. So I really like your group. I'm really active. And yes, there are a lot of information, like, uh, I don't know, like severity of challenges, severity of falls and stuff. So yeah, I really like it. Actually, starting from September, I'm not that active as I have my university. So I don't have a lot of time. But yeah, it's always recorded. So I'm trying to, you know, join your every workshop. How did, or how has what you've done on the ref coach group, the, the videos and the workshops, how has that helped you when you've gone out to referee? So it's really helped me, but the problem is that I still have to gain experience so I can apply the stuff you have told me. So, but it really helped me. At least I know like what are like 
whether it's reckless, whether or it's uh, like using excessive force or it's careless. I know it now. The only thing I need is to gain experience, and yeah. I think that's really important. That's, you know, we talk about that a lot, how you can train your gut and train the technical side of refereeing by watching these videos and being part of the ref coach group and attending the workshops. But, you know, you have to get experience. You have to go out there and someone like you is very, very early in your refereeing journey. So you can do all the clips that you want and learn the theory side. But unless you go out there and referee, that's the only way you're going to improve really, right? Yeah, like, you know, in summer, I, I've done, like, RAP, like, you have RAP, like, Refer Assistant Program for many times. Like, I was, like, professional there. <laughs> uh, I was, like, doing it really well, but when it came to the match, it's completely different. The angles, the, you can't, like, make it slower. You can't watch it for the second time. So, yeah, the experience is really important, but both the theory that you give to us that it's really like it's really hard to find somewhere and to ask somebody for help because I'm the we are new in refereeing and yeah so both of this stuff is really important in my opinion yeah absolutely we always say it, the more experienced the referee the easier it is because you've seen things in real life so many times and that's where the clips help because they make you think And then when you are on the pitch, if you've seen a thing a thousand times, there are more chances of you to recognize it within a split second rather than having to think. Obviously, when you got a replay, it's a lot easier yes. and we don't have that in real life. At least I know how it works. I know the theory and I can like, even if I make mistake, I know that I made a mistake and like, like likely I won't make it like in the future. Like maybe I will make it, but... As, At least I know how it works, yeah. I'm actually really curious, Krisha. That's something I wanted to ask you about you because I know you do have a side job uh, with UEFA. So I thought that was really interesting because you are involved with refereeing as well from that point of view, aren't you? Yes, so actually, like, I started this job, like, I went for a workshop in at the end of June 2019. So it was, like, one half years ago. And then I started to do this job in, in I guess it was in November. Uh, so it was under Knighton tournament. And on my second tournament, when I went to the match, I told to a UFR referee observer, my friend Fritz Stuchlik, and uh, he's actually his ex-Champions League referee. So, and I spoke to him and I decided to go to a course and to try, yeah, to try to be a referee as yeah, I'm in a good shape. I always run, I, I work out and yes. So what I do, I work on a under like 19, under 21 matches. Also, I had a Europa League appointment last week and I have Nations League appointment on this Sunday in it's the Wales against Republic of Ireland. So what I do, I go to the match. I, do the spell check of players of their names and then when when the when it's the match what i do i collect the data for example when player number 17 makes a fall for another player so and you can see what i do uh, in life in uefa.com so for example if you have a europa league or nations league app on your phone you, you'll receive notification that for example like number 19 scored the goal So yeah, this is my job. 
it's like a part-time job. I don't do it like every day or every week, but yeah, like in my, in, in one month I did like, I had a three assignments. So it's really nice. It's good pay and you know, it's easy. And you know, you talk to uh, referees. So before I used to go, uh, actually the guy who uh, takes a report from referees, referee reports who fills it, it's me. So we compare our datas and if there is a mistake, I just correct it. So I used to go to a referee's dressing room. I, I used to talk to them. I, I used to compare information. Now what I do, I call to a delegate and we compare the information because of COVID-19. But normally, yes, I go to referee's dressing room. That's pretty cool, Grisha. That'd be, that'd be sick to, to be around uh, that sort of environment. You'd be meeting so many cool people that I was really curious. So that's, that's really cool. <laughs> we we got to give you some uh, ref coach business cards so you can give them out the next time you can, uh, you can go into the referee's <laughs> room. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. And, and thank you for being a ref coach member. We really appreciate everything you do, all your comments, interactions, your attendance. It's great. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. That was a great conversation there with Grisha. It's great to talk to a referee who is still quite new to the refereeing world and to see the benefit that the ref coach community can offer, particularly when there has been a bit less football played over the last year or so. And that's a tool, the ref coach community, to be able to help the referees who are new to the game and will be getting out onto the pitch more in the coming months. So it was great to talk to Grisha about the group and also reflecting on the workshops. Yeah, I really enjoyed Grisha coming along to the workshops. He, he really put everything into them. He had a great attitude. He came there to learn but also wasn't afraid to put an opinion out there um, and then learn from it if it was wrong or, you know, take away some different points if it was right, which was great. Yeah, you got to love that. I love the enthusiasm that Grish has every time he comments on, on, on a video or comes to the workshops. You can tell he's eager to learn and that's what makes a coach's life easier when you have someone that wants to learn. It's just a lot easier to teach. Definitely, definitely. So next up, we've got Ryan who uh, joins us from Canada. Welcome, Ryan from New Brunswick in Canada. Hey, Benji. Tell us a bit about your refereeing journey, how long you've been refereeing, what sort of games you referee, and how you discovered Ref Coach. Yeah, so I, uh, I started refereeing when I was 14 years old, which is the youngest you can start in, uh, in New Brunswick. So I guess I've been doing it for 15 years now because I'm 29. This, is my, this was my 15th year. Um, <clears throat> I referee all kinds of different levels. How they can tell you about that because in New Brunswick we have such a small pool of referees that uh, that you have to uh, so the highest level I've ever done uh, was probably uh, we had an under 21 the under 21 women's world cup was here and uh, some of the teams did friendlies before the tournament started so I got to do an under 21 international women's game uh, which was a lot of fun and uh, who was that between um, so it was uh, the Nigerian team and they were playing against a local team here. Uh, so that was probably the highest level of, of player I've ever officiated. Um, in a normal season, the highest level I would do would be university uh, and college. And, uh, but then I also, it's not weird for me to go out and do an under 12 girls sort of double A game on a Wednesday night. So your schedule, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Every time I hear about it, you guys do like seven games a week, every night, twice a day. It's mental. 
Yeah, not not everybody does as many games, but I'm lucky because my work schedule allows for it. Well, I'm not maybe lucky, but my work schedule allows me to do uh, to do that many games. So it's uh, it's busy. This season was especially busy because of COVID. So all of the all the competitions were instead of being over the course of say four months were condensed down into two months. So there were more matches every night requiring more referees. So I was unfortunately stuck doing double duty a lot. Do you still enjoy it smashing out so many games? Uh, I don't enjoy smashing out so many games, but I still enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) But by my, by my third game of the day, I want to go home usually. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely tough. It's that quality over quantity sometimes, but I think particularly in this case of a, of a shortened season and when you were saying you don't have that many referees, that's a, a great example of referees who by that point, it's really you're not doing it for the money or doing it to serve the game and to serve the community in that respect to ensure that that your league could still run and have that season. That's your dedication. That's why we referee. Exactly. Totally. If, uh, if I didn't love to be out on the field and I didn't love to, to see the teams playing and, and to referee myself, then obviously I would never ever commit to doing that level and i've got a small uh small kid and a wife and uh i'd love to be at home with them sometimes but so tell us about how you discovered ref coach oh that's a good question um i think i am just on several groups on uh on facebook different referee groups and i think ali posted uh, a link to it or someone posted a link to it in in one of the groups and i thought okay i'll take a look and see what's see what's going on here. And as soon as I saw it, I fell in love because I thought ref coach is exactly what we as a refereeing community worldwide needs. Um, and I really love the focus on, on giving technically correct answers uh, in full form, like full length, technically correct answers, as opposed to just giving our opinions. Um, Amazing. And I thought, this is perfect. So immediately I was hooked and I wanted to, uh, to get involved. And how have you found it? Cause you've been lucky enough to go out and referee a lot of games still this year. We haven't been as lucky here in Melbourne. How have you found being able to go out and referee the games, having been involved in the ref coach community? Have you found it's been able to have an impact on your refereeing during the games? Yeah. Uh, both, being a part of the community, which is uh, which has kind of cemented the considerations into my mind, it's made them, it's made my decision making so much quicker, uh, because I don't have to think about the the considerations anymore. Because every day I'm looking at even three or four incidents <clears throat> and having to quickly uh, determine what the correct outcome should be. So just by having that repetitive practice, and uh, and y- y- you guys know that there are what f- five to eight considerations that that get used over and over and over again and there are a whole bunch of them that uh, are less frequently used so those those core considerations that uh, that we use in the community every day uh, are now just uh, it's second nature to me now to be able to uh, to see them recognize them and deal with them quickly Amazing. That's so, so great to hear. And it's great to hear that the ref coach, the referee, the ref coach community is being able to have an impact now as football begins to return. 
across the world. Thank you very much for coming on and joining us, Ryan. We really appreciate it. And thank you for all your involvement in the Ref Coach Facebook group and our community. Awesome. Thank you very much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Another great discussion with our third and last guest for today. Ryan, as you heard in, in our chat, and when I heard that, I couldn't believe it. He does seven, eight, sometimes 10 games a week, sometimes one after the other on multiple nights. That's ridiculous. It's a, he's a great servant of the game, but I, I hear that many, many, not only in Canada, but many referees are in that situation because obviously low numbers in some countries. So it's definitely, I definitely appreciate and respect that the effort that goes into, into what they do. So that's, uh, that was fantastic to, to hear and very interesting from my point of view. Absolutely. Ale. Referees are human. We do it for the love of the game. And Ryan, it was great to hear that the ref coach community has enabled him to further his own refereeing and to be more confident in his decisions and to support a community where we discuss through these issues um, and, and, and better ourselves and better our skills. Yeah, 100%. And I think we always talk about talking through your, your games and events and incidents with your peers. But in days like today, you know, when you can't always get together with your peers because of lockdowns, because of, of the current pandemic, having an avenue where you can do that in complete safety and keeping yourself sharp, it's definitely something that's going to help anyone who wants to improve. So lads, I don't know about you, but I think I've enjoyed this episode almost the most. It was great to have, well, it was great to meet so many members of our Ref Coach community virtually, of course, but it was just awesome to understand and hear and listen to what they get out of the group and why they are members of the community and, and also how much they value the community. To me, that made me quite proud, proud of what Ref Coach can be for referees all over the world. Yeah, definitely gave the inspiration to, to keep going and keep doing what we're doing because we, we've put it together and, and we see it from one side, one perspective, but to hear from the members who are actively commenting, actively involved and shaping Ref Coach into what it has become it is so great to hear. Of course, the uh, place where all of these members can be found is our Ref Coach Facebook group, which can be found by searching Ref Coach on Facebook or going to facebook.com slash groups slash ref coach and you can find us on most of the other social media channels as well uh, we've got our uh, instagram which is quite active and there's a few bits and pieces going on there and, and we're on twitter as well so follow us reach out but mainly make sure you join the group and obviously please keep listening to these uh episodes of my life on the line and, and let us know what you think if there's any guests that you'd like to come on if you have any feedback for us that'd be fantastic uh, we want to learn we want to improve and we want to bring the best content we can for referees all over the world to their fingertips well said jack i would like to extend the invite not only to referees but if there's someone that is not a referee and wants to learn a little bit more about the laws of the game or incidents of the refereeing world you are more than welcome to join us and be part of our world Absolutely, Ale. So I think it's time to say a, a big thank you to Mark, Grisha and Ryan for joining us for today's community episode. And we'll see you in two weeks time for another episode of My Life on the Line. And we'll catch you on the Facebook group.